Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Decluttering Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Farija from Feels Like Home Professional Organizers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organized. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. Episode 16 of The Art of Decluttering. This week we're talking all about decluttering and organising your bathroom. So Kirsty, tell me how many bathrooms do you have in your home? We have two. A, an ensuite and a family bathroom? Yes, that is correct. Very reserved of you. <laughs> I could not handle cleaning any more bathrooms not that I clean but I could not handle nagging my children to clean any more bathrooms than two I I, hats off to anybody who has like an ensuite in every bathroom in every bedroom sorry we've got friends with that we've got quite a few friends with that too Mm, I just hats off to you beautiful people crazy people (laughs) I'm hoping that if You've got an ensuite in every bathroom that you, like Kirsty and I, have a cleaner who comes. My cleaner comes every fortnight. Is yours the same, Kirst? No, our cleaner comes every week. Oh, that's my aim. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And having a cleaner when you've got that many bathrooms certainly would make things easier. But we are not here to talk about cleaning tips. We are here to talk about how best to declutter and organise your bathroom. So we've got a few different ideas we want to chat about with you today. So maybe we'll start, Kirsty, at the top, and that is countertops. Tell me about yours. Do you have big ones, small ones? How does it work in your family? 
So in my um, ensuite, we have two sinks and then we've got a countertop that goes all the way to the wall. We have our toothbrushes on one side because they're electric toothbrushes. And then we have face cream and deodorants that sit on the top. And then I have got a beautiful um, glass or crystal tray that my grandfather won when I was in utero. And so he bequeathed that to me for my 18th birthday or oh, something that's beautiful. like that. I, I think that's where I got it from. <laughs> And, and do you keep bathroom things in it? Um, on yeah, we I keep all of my perfume. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so I'll take a photo. We'll put it in the show notes. People can see it. But that's all that we have. And we have got candles in the corner as well for decorating. Do you ever light the candles? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. What candles in the bathroom are actually for lighting? Oh, no. I don't actually enjoy baths very much. So there's not very much need for um, ambiance in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, okay. So do you have a bath in your um, ensuite as well as your master or just one or the other? So our ensuite is actually way bigger than our main bathroom. Oh, Okay. It, um, yes, I will take photos of our ensuite and everybody can be slightly jealous because everybody that walks into our bathroom is like, because <gasps> it is that luxurious and big and it is quite ridiculous. I wish that I could have taken some space from my ensuite and given it to the main bathroom, which because it's not a huge main bathroom and that's fine now that the kids are eight and six but when they're 18 and 16 and they're in there for hours at a time uh, I think that they would like the more room (laughs) one of them will probably just come in and use yours probably yes she already owns the house anyway so she probably will I love, Kirstie, that you're talking about how massive your ensuite is. I can't remember if you've seen my ensuite when you've visited my house. It is, if not one of the smallest ensuites possibly ever created, it's not much bigger than a cupboard. Um, Our bench top is the depth of a tissue box, not the tissue box the long way, the tissue box the skinny way. And so, again, listeners and friends, we're bringing you the polar opposites, actually the polar opposite would be I don't have an ensuite. Let's be honest. And this is the first time I've ever had an ensuite um, in any home that I and my husband have lived in. So it is a still a bit novel that I've got my own bathroom and not having to share it with my two stinky boys. But I certainly don't have a, um, a palace-worthy ensuite like Kirsty's <laughs> describing. Yes, I'm very lucky. We've got a great house. <laughs> that is lovely. So our... Um, our countertop, I've just described, is very, very thin. So we too have a box of tissues on ours. And then we've got our toothbrushes. I keep my contact lenses on one side. And then we don't have room to kind of keep um, much on there. So I have a few little ceramic containers that I got from Kmart. And one has makeup brushes and eyeliner and mascara and things like that in it. Um, and the other one has just kind of mascindle things like any creams or um, contact lens solution, my face cream, um, things like that. So it's a really minimal bathroom because we've got really minimal space. <laughs> we do, we're not a huge fan of things on the bench tops. Uh, however, we have, yeah, as I said, we've got that perfume tray because it's such a big expanse from the 
from the basins to the wall that it needed something. (laughs) And I like that idea of having um, some beautiful things up on the bench, which my perfume bottles are beautiful. I find them beautiful. Yeah, I think you need to cry us a river that you've got so much bench space you had to find something beautiful to put there. (laughs) I actually do have something beautiful in our bathroom too. We've got a um, photo frame that my son and I made with shells that we collected from my sister's beach. Um, So my sister lives or used to live about 30 or 40 metres from the beach, like the actual uh, shoreline. Um, And so when we were up there, we took this beautiful photo of my son when he was just learning to walk. And so there's this photo of him walking along Wilson's Beach and the frame has some shells stuck on it from the beach. So that's our little decorative item. That's all the room we have for decorative items. But that serves us quite well. Excellent. So what do your bathroom cupboards look like in your ensuite? They're tiny. Our bathroom cupboards, again, are probably... 15 centimetres deep, so not even deep enough to put um, baskets in. We had to find these little in-drawer inserts that we're using in our bathroom. The cupboards are so tiny that we can't, you know, keep extra bottles of shampoo. It's incredible how small they are. But I say that, but we totally make it work. Our only problem in our bathroom is there's not room to keep more than about three rolls of toilet paper at a time because there's literally nowhere to put it. <laughs> and as we talked about last week, that is my ultimate nightmare. <laughs> Getting caught out, kids. <laughs> oh, even I, my daughter was in the toilet yesterday and called out to me that she'd run out of toilet paper. So I went into their bathroom and pulled out the three toilet papers that were left in their bathroom. And had mild panic attacks. <laughs> Going, oh, I have to remember to buy toilet paper this week. We're truly out. <laughs> Scarcity mindset only ever expressed through toilet paper. <laughs> yes. Hopefully that is the only time I have a scarcity mindset. Toilet paper. <laughs> I've got to tell you, while we're on it, I wanted to tell our friends about the toilet paper storage solution I have in our boys' bathroom. So they've got a toilet um, just off their bathroom. And when little boys are toilet training, look, let, let me be honest, my boys were actually really good. We very, very rarely ended up with puddles or messes or spills or splatters or anything. But so many of my clients, they have a bucket of toilet paper right to the left or right of the actual toilet bowl. And I'm like, that's gross. As soon as somebody, you know, overshoots, (laughs) you're getting disgusting toilet paper. So wherever possible, I encourage my clients to get your spare toilet paper rolls off the floor. And so what we use is we actually use an IKEA Trones box, T-R-O-N-E-S, and it's a shoe storage box. But what it fits in perfectly is 12 rolls of toilet paper, And we also have in it the toilet spray and the toilet duck. And it sits up on the wall. It's really slim line. I'm going to take a photo of it for you. But that is such a good solution for so many toilets because it's hidden away. It gives you a lovely little shelf and you can access it really quickly without you then having, you know, empty or full toilet rolls on the floor in baskets wherever they land. Yeah, we have in both of our bathrooms, we have toilet roll holders containers oh yeah so So it's contained it's contained so you only have to clean the outside of the toilet roll holder 
when there is overshoot. <laughs> what a gross episode, friends. Oh. I'm so sorry that you have to hear us talk about these disgusting no, things. Our friends but with boys and husbands will totally, and partners will totally understand. Yeah, it's true. We're in the bathroom and we're in the toilet, so... If you're totally grossed out by things, this may not be the episode that's going to be your favourite, but push through (laughs) because we're going to help you to learn how your bathroom can function a little better. And on the topic of bathroom disgustingness, Kirsty, tell me about how you get your kids to not leave their towels on the floor every night after their showers. Oh, Amy, when you learn, can you tell me? Because every single night I'm like, whose towel is this? Come and get it. Come and put it up. Because I think that the floor is sufficient for holding a towel. Sometimes I even think their bedroom floor is sufficient for holding their towel, which really annoys me because they are old enough, big enough and ugly enough to know better. And I'll walk into their bedroom sometimes hour or two after their shower, to find a wet towel on their floor. Yeah. Teach bathroom, me, oh, wise one. Teach bathroom me. Bathroom towels on the bedroom floor is, like, the worst. Mm-hmm. No, okay, so two things. One, love your honesty. Way better than, you know, like the art of decluttering is not about us being perfect. No way. <laughs> and two, I love that you actually get them to action it because you're so big on habits And so by not just picking up the towels and putting them away every night and thinking, do you know what? It takes you maybe 10 seconds and you're walking past the bathroom anyway and it probably takes you 45 seconds to gather the child who dropped it and bring them back and get them to hang it up and say to them, it would have been easier if you just did this the first time and I didn't have to come and find you. But I love that you're committed to helping your kids become adults and, you know, grown children that know how to do those simple things and have good habits. Snaps to you, girlfriend. Oh, thank you. I do my best. There are totally nights where I'm like, ah, to be bothered, let me just hang it up. It's so much easier. But most of the time it is definitely, Oliver, Emily, whose towel is this? Come and pick it up. (laughs) Our boys, so you said teach me a wise one. Well, I can't teach you a wise one, but my children have gotten better probably only in the last six to eight weeks putting their towels up. Because they're finally tall enough to reach the hooks. Um, What I should have done is when I moved into the house is put hooks further down rather than leave them where they were, which is quite high up. Um, But I find that children are better at putting towels back on a hook than they are on a rail. I don't know if it's just, um, what's the word? Not physically easier or the dextricity. Is that the word for the week, people? (laughs) If it's it's just easier for them to put it back on a hook. But mine have started to keep each other accountable. So if one goes to have their shower and someone's had a shower before them and there's a towel on the ground, they'll come out and go, Jesse, you left your towel on the ground or Elijah, you left your towel on the ground. And so they're sorting it out between them, which totally rocks my world. I love it. Oh, my Emily is definitely a dipper dobber. She'll happily tell Oliver to come and put his towel up. So I think that might tell you who the towel issuer is in <laughs> our house. <laughs> so, Amy, how would you recommend to clients to hang towels? Do you, if they're renovating a bathroom or, you know, happy to change things around, do you recommend hooks or do you recommend towel rails? Always recommend towel rails. Um, I think that when you've got a wet or damp towel, hanging it 
out on a towel rail will mean that it dries quicker. And I get that kids can find it difficult. Um, so hooks can be a good solution if you just want to go for off the floor. But if you really want them to dry well and give you longer use and not have to wash them as regularly, I do find that towel rails are better. Um, I made my own towel rails because I couldn't find any that were long enough um, because I think if you can hang the towel fully out, then that's a way better way to hang it. Tell me, where did you find the products to make your own towel rail? Okay, Bunnings, <laughs> smart Alec. He thinks I'm going to say Ikea. No, I, I made them from went, Bunnings. No, I knew you weren't going to say Ikea because otherwise you wouldn't have to make it. You would just buy that's it true. from Ikea. No, I had to make them and I went and bought parts from Bunnings. So I measured up what I wanted um, and then went and asked them to cut some metal rods to length. So our kids have, we've got towel rails that are at the kids' heights, you know, normal height, but not too tall. So we've just taught them from the get-go to how to hang their towels. Um, however, we do fold them over because we're in Sydney and it's warmer and towels dry anyway. Yeah, that's significant. It does make a big difference to what you are. It totally does. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website www.artofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that is not so secret anymore. This is episode 16 of the Art of Decluttering and this week we're talking all about bathrooms. We've also done episodes on linen cupboards, kids toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery, kitchens and so many more. So if you're new to the Art of Decluttering you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the kids toy episode. My number one tip for toy rooms and playrooms is to get your kids involved. Absolutely essential to keeping it decluttered and keeping it organised. So in our house, we don't do the cleaning up of our playrooms. Admittedly, our kids are older. They're not toddlers anymore. But we don't let them move on to a new thing in our house until that playroom has been cleaned. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And now back to the podcast for more tips on decluttering and organizing your bathroom. How do you declutter bathroom cupboards? Bathrooms are one of my favourite areas to declutter because I find that we can usually get rid of at least half of everything people are storing in there. So I always say as 
bathrooms, you know, the floor space is usually quite clear. I say, let's pull every single thing out of the cupboard, put it on the floor, and then we'll categorize it. So we'd have hair products, nail products, sanitary products, um, face products, makeup separate. And when you've got all those separate areas, you can actually look and go, how much of this do I really use? How many of these hand creams am I genuinely going to use over the next year? And you can get rid of all the others. Um, and then once you've got your categories and you've, and you've dwindled it down, my big suggestion is to use containers in a bathroom, either drawer or cupboard. So then when you want to grab something, you can just pull it out and you've got, say, everything for your nail care all in one container. So you're not kind of scurrying around in a box or in a drawer or in a cupboard, but you can just pull a box out and a container out and have everything you need. And then it's also a great way of making sure you don't buy too much stuff because you know this container is everything I'm going to need makeup-wise. And if it starts to overflow, you know that it's time to declutter again. What are your top tips? That's exactly what I do too. And I love having containers, even in drawers, particularly for hair ties and clips, which you don't have so much issue in your house, but a lot of our clients would. So I worked with a beautiful client a couple of weeks ago and we did her bathroom cupboards and we had so many products that were duplicates, triplicates, quadruples, quintuplets of products. <laughs> she had obviously gone shopping and thought that she needed more shampoo and more conditioner and more husband's deodorant and she just had so much so we got rid of so much. Her bathroom cupboards were too overflowing and it was a very decent size cupboards like she had I think it was three cupboard drawers and then four drawers on either side of those three Whoa. cupboards so it was a very generous bathroom and it was two capacity when we finished it had I think a third of the space was full it was absolutely incredible because we got rid of so much stuff products that she'd bought wanting to use and realized that actually she tried them and didn't like them which is so common for hair products isn't it and mm, um so common yeah face creams and the what and she also has a little daughter who loves hair clips and hair ties so in one of the drawers we found a container that we could repurpose and we put all of her hair ties in one and then her clips in the other and I love using containers even in drawers because it just means yeah, me that too. um that's so contained. It's so contained and that means that you can easily take them out and take them, you know, to the lounge room if you're going to put, you know, do the girls' hairs in the lounge room sitting watching TV in the morning. Yeah, it's such a great way to do it because, you know, it also keeps the bottom of the drawer clear and it stops things rolling around. What I also love is that once we've decluttered a bathroom cupboard, people tend to start using things that they bought with all good intentions but haven't got around to using. I know when I've done my own, I've ended up going, actually, I am going to take better care of my hands. And so I start using a hand cream and I start doing all these different things that otherwise I've neglected purely out of not being able to get to what I want. Yes, exactly. So do you have any solutions for storing hair dryers and um, straightening irons and the like? I think I need to confess something at this point, Kirsty. Okay, so I, most of our listeners would know I have very curly hair. I'm 37 years old. My name's Amy, and I've never owned a hair dryer, a hair straightener. A, I've never owned a hair appliance. 
ever in my whole life. <laughs> Amy, you're safe here. You are welcome. This is a safe place for you. <laughs> I am considering getting a hairdryer, but I've probably been thinking about that for like five years. Okay. So I literally have nothing. I don't even own a brush because my hair is just too curly. But for clients, if you've got the, a drawer, that's the best way because you can just pop it straight in, cord, doesn't matter. If you don't, some of those hooky, suctiony things can work, but I think maybe I need to default to you, Kirst. So what I use for a hairdryer, well, I use a hairdryer, but I use my hairdryer every day and I have got space in my cupboards. So I'm really grateful for that, that we have got big cupboards. Um, but also we have, uh, I do try to declutter my cupboards, bathroom cupboards very often, but I do like the idea of those hooky suction things too, to get it out of the way. Like I love when you go to a hotel or an apartment and they have that, because I think that it at least clears one thing out of your drawers So if or cupboards. So if, if that's what you need to have more space in your cupboards for toilet paper, then do that. <laughs> so Amy, listeners, Amy's got a really bad cough at the moment. So we'll just please excuse her today. If you hear <laughs> coughing, if you hear sucking on strepsils, it's because she's struggling to even record today i'm pushing through for the love of our podcast and the love of our community but my voice is getting croakier and croakier as we go but you know what keeping it real and pushing through because sometimes you just got to do what you got to do because you love it and we do love this we do love our podcast so much so what else could we talk about in regards to oh Can I give you one hot tip that um, my client yesterday was saying has revolutionized her bathroom cupboards? Um, So she came to me about a year ago saying that she was really struggling to keep her ensuite cupboards and drawers organized. And so what I recommended to her, and I've used probably in, I don't know, dozens of bathrooms since, is Kmart have these awesome plastic baskets. And if you have a look online, I think they're just called plastic basket with handle um and so there are there are like um a basket with oh dear I'm really struggling to describe this it's a basket with a handle all right let's just call it that and you can lift up the handle and put things away without having to then dig in and actually grab the basket and the beauty of it is twofold if you've got cupboards having baskets is really good because you can pull them out and the other thing with this one is you can label or write on the handle what's kept in there so even if the cupboards aren't particularly high you can still keep the baskets in there what I'm going to do is post a couple of photos of different bathrooms where I've used this product in um, but if you, and I think they're $3, $3.50 each from Kmart. They are really, really good baskets for nail polishes, hair products. You know, you can keep so much in them. And because they're not solid, like they're, they've got plastic with gaps in it, there's, I'm sure there's a name for that, but plastic with gaps in it is what I'm going for. Um, it means that you don't end up with gunk on the bottom of them, which is kind of nice because who wants to clean up that? Yes. I love IKEA draw, uh, containers. What are they called? Oh, the Varina. Masks. I have them in my bathroom and I love them. They're beautiful. Yeah, especially. They are beautiful. So I've got two of them. I, I've got a few. I've got some hard plastic ones. And then for my sanitary products, I've got soft plus soft IKEA ones. Yeah, I've got the soft yeah. IKEA ones in my bathroom. 
I've got lots of them in our bathroom because they come in all the different sizes. Yes. They're the scub ones we're talking about, listeners. S-K-U-B-B, scub. They are brilliant. Yes. But the hard ones are really good. I have them for, I've got two tubs. I've got one with all my nail products that I barely use and all my makeup that I barely use. And then I've got another one that has got my everyday stuff. That's perfect. So, and I think I might have another basket in there with all of my hair products, like a a spare brush that I should get rid of because I never use. And... That'll be this afternoon's yes, job for thank you. thank you, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, bobby pins and, um, you know, those bun things that... Oh, I love the bun yeah, rolls. Yeah, the bun rolls, so that they don't get used very often. And I've got curly, those um, stick curlers, which you would have absolutely no use for, Amy, but when my daughter yep. does because she does dancing. Basically, we both love using containers in our bathrooms and in clients' bathrooms. So makeup, what's the oldest item of makeup that you found in either your bathroom or a client's bathroom? I remember when I um, decluttered my bathroom a couple of years ago, I found an eyeshadow that my mum had given me that she had been using that I reckon was from the early 80s. Awesome. Yeah, I'd never used it. And I now only use one brand of makeup. So I've decluttered anything that's not that brand. Um And I'll tell you what the brand is because we're not shy in in giving you what we use. I use Mary Kay um, and I love it. I feel like my skin's much better for using it. So I've gotten rid of anything that's not Mary Kay and it's quite simple now for me. But clients, remember the stuff that you're putting on your face, your eyes, your skin, your hair. You don't want to be putting on chemicals that are a decade old. So please be nice to your skin and, and keep your makeup relatively fresh and throw out stuff that has seen more than a decade without question. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Makeup. It's so hard. I know uh, this is across the board with all of my clients across all of the rooms is when you've paid money for it, people find it really hard to let go of something, especially and especially makeup, I think, because you it's such a um, wishful product. Is that the right way of putting it? Like you wish yeah. that you used it. You wish that you looked beautiful using it. You wish you could use it better potentially. That's how I feel about my makeup. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I bought this stuff 10 years ago and I really wish that I used it to its potential and I haven't. So I feel really guilty about that. So, yeah, what could we do about that guilt feeling, Amy? Well, I think it's just about accepting, yes, I did buy this 10 years ago. Yes, I did spend multiple hundreds of dollars on it and I didn't need it and my life hasn't been ruined because I didn't wear all this amazing makeup. I'm beautiful regardless of whether I wear it. And so let's just chuck it out and then decide what you want your regime to be going forward. Um, you know, I think society wants us to be such heavy makeup wearers, whereas I know I'm certainly not, and Kirsty's not a huge makeup wearer either, is that sometimes it's okay just to have a few staple items that you love and use, but that you love and use. Don't feel like, because when you go to a demonstration somewhere or a beauty counter somewhere and they say you need this 15 products and you buy them and then you feel guilty, maybe just buy the couple that you really do feel like you'd like to use 
and then in 10 years' time, you won't be looking back feeling guilty about the products that you purchased this week. Yes, I love that. I love the idea of letting things go and then learning from that experience, like learning that, oh, maybe next time I go to buy something, I have to be really thoughtful and intentional about whether or not I actually go, am I, am I going to use it? is this a wise choice of how to spend my money? Because am I really going to be using that? And let's make a wise decision next time we go shopping. Awesome. So Amy, have you got any more tips for the bathroom? Oh yes, I do. I totally do. I forgot about it, but I'm going to tell you exactly what it is now. And it's a little, it is probably the only cleaning hack I'll ever share on this podcast because I am not a cleaner by nature. My mum taught me this, uh, this little trick when we used to travel um, on holidays is that buying the, you know, the, um, the packets of wipes that you can use for cleaning, like there's disposable things, they're expensive, they're horrible for the environment. But whenever we go to a holiday house, I buy a packet of those because when you have to clean the bathroom, when you leave, I don't want to have to go buy sprays and sponges. My tiny little tip is to use those when you go on holidays and make your cleaning as you leave so much easier. But please don't use them every day because our environment doesn't love them very much. Oh, what a beautiful hearted tip. Oh, so just on that cleaning, and I know that we're not a cleaning show, but do you have um, shower spray in your shower? Like do you clean your shower while you shower or do you clean your shower or do the cleaners clean your shower? <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep going. Have Okay, Confession number two, I'm 37 years old. My name is Amy and I've never cleaned a shower in my life. Oh, wow. Ever. Not even once. So growing up, my mum did the showers or someone did. It wasn't my job. I had lots and lots of jobs growing up. Um, I'm one of five children and we all had huge responsibilities. I did all the washing for seven people and I loved it, which is probably why I love doing washing now. But bath, doing the showers was not my chore. And so I didn't clean a shower till I got married. And then when I got married, my husband was quite happy to do the showers. So he's done the showers right up until 12 months ago when we got a cleaner. So Kirsty, if I had to clean a shower to save my life, I'd be in trouble. I literally don't even know what my cleaner uses in my shower. <laughs> I don't even know how to clean a shower and I don't want to learn. I've got no inclination. <laughs> So I don't know if you use a scrubbing brush or a sponge or just water. I don't even know how you do it. So we're really lucky. We have niches built into our shower recess. So we have um, in our ensuite, I think in both the bathrooms, we got them extra tall so that we could fit tall products in. So if we ever went to tall shampoo and tall conditioner and tall shower spray they would all fit in this niche that's in the shower and we have a shower spray in there and admittedly I don't use it but every now and again I hop in after my husband and he has used it um so because we too have a cleaner so we don't clean our shower regularly but Simon does clean it every now and again so I was just wondering what you did and I wonder what our <laughs> listeners do if they have cleaning products in their shower or how they go about it. So maybe that can be one of our social media posts this week. 
I think we'll have to find out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so thank you so much, Amy, for jumping on this call and doing this podcast, even though you're not 100%. Always a pleasure with you, Kirsty. I come away with a smile on my face. <laughs> we hope our listeners do the same. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you're having a beautiful week, rest of your week, and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Beautiful. So this week our challenge is to go through a bathroom cupboard. If you've got an hour, pull everything out onto the ground. Remember that we've got there's some great products for storage at IKEA and Kmart. And we can't wait to see your stories of success and how you go. And have an awesome week. We love you lots. Yeah, so come on over to our Facebook page, The Art of Decluttering on Facebook, and join in the fun that we have over there um, sharing stories on fun things like whether or not you use shower products in your shower or if you outsource it like Amy does. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a girlfriend a favor and share this episode so she too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook at simplyorganizedpo. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app. So if there's anything you want more information on, then check it out there. If you love what you hear, we would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes and you can always subscribe to us. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some great tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home organized. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.